Welcome to Flipping Real Estate Like the Pros. Here you'll learn everything you need to know to be a successful real estate entrepreneur and achieve the financial freedom you've always wanted. There's no BS, no fluff, there's zero guru talk, just real real estate flipping knowledge. Here's your host, Greg Simpson. What is up, Alliance? Welcome to the show today. I have a guest uh, with me today who I have known since I got started in this business. And to be perfectly honest, he's the reason I was able to uh, have any success whatsoever in this business. Uh, if you listen to my initial podcast, I talked about how um, I got hooked up with, uh, with Luke Weber, uh, who is from Las Vegas. And he was the one that uh, basically took me under his wing and showed me the ropes and how to uh, rehab houses, how to deal with contractors, and so on and so forth. And so I'm really excited to have Luke Weber on the show. Hey, Luke, how you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, Luke, tell us, uh, our listeners, a little bit about who you are, where you're from, you know, a little bit about your family life. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up in Wisconsin, so I got some good Midwest values going on, but uh, uh, moved out to Las Vegas about 18 years ago and got involved in the real estate in 2001. I actually became an appraiser, and uh, that was my my foothold in, into the business. Now, I'm not saying you need to go get a license to get into this business, but that was mine. And, uh, you know, kind of did it as a side gig. And... Uh, and made some pretty good money at it and continued uh, flipping houses, buying rentals, doing some wholesaling, various other aspects of the business and went full time uh, 2013. And I've been flipping uh, constantly since then. I got a goal of 100 houses this year. And, uh, uh, you know, my wife is a, a big supporter and uh, my, I have a nine year old son and they're my why, why I keep pushing and, and doing more in this business. Cool. How, how old are your kids, Luke? Uh, one nine-year-old boy, Asher. Okay, okay. So what do you like to do in your free time, Luke? I mean, I know we're all busy people, but we have to have some way to decompress. So what do you guys like to do? You know, we love to travel. That's, uh, that's our big thing. Um, over uh, the New Year's holiday, we went to Whistler and did a skiing and snowboarding trip, had tons of snow. But that that's our our free time joy. That and I play soccer for stress relief. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So if you're like me, you probably are reading a bunch of books or you read a bunch of books. Uh, do you have a favorite book? And uh, what book are you currently reading? Um, uh, you know, I as, favorite book is always a tough one. It right? is a tough one, but that's why we're we're here. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, uh, one of the books that it's an easy read, and it's called The Entrepreneur Roller Coaster. It's Great a, book. Uh, uh, Hardy, Darren Hardy book, I think, right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, lots of good little tips for people that are getting started in just any business. Uh, you know, talking about the ups and downs of starting your own business and actually putting yourself out there. So uh, I think that's a great book. I, I, I always recommend that to people that are looking for a book to read. Um, and then what am I reading right now? Uh, I just ordered uh, Tim Ferriss's uh, new one. Um, I can't even think of the title, right? Uh, something about Titans. Yes, uh, Tools of Titans. Tools of Titans, that's right. So I just I just ordered that one, so that's going to be my next read. But, uh, you know, like uh, like most people, I know knowledge is power, so I try to read at least one book a week. Same, same. 
Yeah, I have. And a, actually, you know what? The the last book I did read was uh, Chandler Bolt's uh, launch: How to uh, do a, a successful book launch. Oh, okay. I need to read that one because I got my book coming out here pretty soon. Cool. All right. So you started off with with real estate, but uh, how did you actually get in, in, introduced to real estate investing, flipping the houses part? You know, it. Uh, you know, as an appraiser, I, I just saw some deals and I just kind of went into it. I, I found a house. It was actually a condo. It was dirty, messed up. Uh, your normal buyer wouldn't want it, but I saw the potential on it. Um, that was my first flip. I did everything wrong. <laughs> I think that's everybody's story, right? I, I, I lived in it while I was doing it. I did a lot of work myself. I over-improved. I, uh, I overpaid contractors. Um, did some of the work uh, myself. Got electrocuted. You know, the Ooh. normal stuff. But uh, <laughs> I, I still made over 80 grand on that thing. And, oh, wow. Uh, you know, that was, that was how I started. Wow. So, Luke, what was one key adjustment that you've made over the years that has catapulted your business to the next level? You know, I would say that networking was the number one key for me. I used to be the guy that just wanted to sit in the back of the, the room or at a party with my drink in hand. And I figured if people wanted to talk to me, they would come up to me. But if they don't know you or who you are or where to find you, they're not going to come to you. You got to go to them. You got to put yourself out there. So in 2013, uh, I made the decision to to really get on Facebook, and I did it with purpose because that's you know it, social media can be a black hole mm-hmm. where you just get sucked in and lost for hours and hours. But I, I I did my social media with purpose. It's it's all business related, but it allowed me to create my my network of. Um, wholesalers, investors, uh, contractors, everything across the country. And I mean, I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars because of that network um, and not from selling things on it, but from connecting and, and, and getting houses and deals. You know, I brought, you know, I say hundreds of thousands, that, that number is probably in the million mark now. So mm-hmm. networking is key. I agree. I used to be the same way. I used, I used to hate like going out and, and putting myself out there, talking to people, you know, shaking hands and, man, I was terrifying. And um, what got me out of that was actually forcing myself to join a networking group where you every week you had to get up there and give your 30 second elevator pitch, whether you liked it or not. And then you had to go to some networking events. And, and you and, and literally, I have blossomed over the last well, I did that about a gosh, man, it's been like, seven or eight years since I joined that group. And um, I would I would would not be where I'm at today without networking. Yeah, you know, if you wanna if you wanna change the path you're on, you gotta take steps in a different direction. You gotta get out of your comfort zone. And uh, standing up in front of a crowd and and talking while everyone's looking at you is a way to do it. But man, you let people know what you need and what you have to offer, it can change your world. You're right. And that's the thing is like when I first got started in networking, man, I used to do this. That's me shaking the piece <laughs> of paper because I had to physically write out my entire thirty seconds because I knew I couldn't spit it out. And now I love public speaking. I'm out there, you know, multiple times a month speaking at, at a real estate events here in Tampa and uh, hopefully across the country here shortly. And um, I thrive on that. It's weird that I used to be that way. I, it's, it's crazy the transformation that we go on, especially through this business, because you like you just said, you have to do that to be successful in this business, at least in our opinion. Right, right. Definitely. It, uh, it gets you gets you to new places, new heights. 
So what, what would you say is the turning point in your business? What was that thing that happened that put you to the next level? Um, you know, there's a lot of little things. It's, it's, you know, there's that saying, it, it takes a lot of nights to become an overnight uh, success, right? right. So I, I can't button it down to one thing, but it's just keeping your, your nose down and grinding. Um, in this business, if people are sending you deals, you got to run your numbers and you got to respond to them quickly. And you never stop looking for money, contractors, and properties. If you stop, your business stops. So I just kept my nose to the grindstone and kept at it. And uh, I, I wanted to keep growing. So it's it's drive that makes it happen. It's I, I can't say it's just one thing. There's no magic bullet, right? Right. It's It's just doing everything you have to do. Even when you don't want to, you still got to do it if you want to be successful and grow. Absolutely. So Luke, tell us about a time that you were going through a rough patch in your business. And then how did you get out of that rut? The, uh, you get complacent, you get uh, not necessarily lazy, but you kind of get, you just fall into that status quo and you got to kind of pick yourself up out of it. Um, I, I found myself, uh, let's see, this is probably, probably about a year and a half ago. I found myself in a, in a, in a rut. I was just kind of getting bored with it again. Cause you know, there's a, a sexiness to flipping houses when you first start. It's, I used to know every property address by memory that I did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then they all started kind of just blending together and it was, you know, it was pretty formulated. Um, we were putting the same improvements in each house and, and my contractors were knew what they were having to do. And it was just kind of easy. So I could, I could sit back and put my feet up really. And, uh, the projects would keep going and I'd, I'd keep it going, but man, I just got bored. And to get myself out of that rut, I, I took on new challenges. So I, uh, I said, you know what, I need to get out of this. And I went and started doing some large scale teachings. That was okay. one of the things that I did. I mean, I was speaking in front of 300, 400 people at a time, um, uh, taking on some uh, uh, personal mentorships and things like that. And it gave me a new drive. And I found that really helping other people. And if you go back and look through all my Facebook posts over the last three years, you'll see a transition in there about a, a year ago, a year and a half ago, where I, I'm, I decided, you know what? I need to share this with people because there's so many people that are getting into bad deals. I've got so much more to offer. Let me do that. And that's been a driver for me again to, to keep pushing uh, my normal flipping business, but everything else that's going on. Gotcha. Luke, tell us a little bit about the craziest deal you've ever had to go through. Hopefully they weren't the ones here in Florida. Hmm. You know, there, there were some crazy ones in Florida. I would say, Gosh, the craziest deal to knock it down to just one. You know, there, there's there's been a lot. I'm I'm involved in one right now, <laughs> where so we we uh, the house was presented to me from a wholesaler. They let me know up front that there was prior litigation on the house that a trustee was trying to sell a house, um, but somebody another prior trust member was squatting in it and. Um, they couldn't get them out, but if we bought it, we could evict them because the other people couldn't. So we, uh, 
we ended up buying it. We knew there was risk to it, and we, you know, we calculated all that kind of stuff in. But the title company, of course, didn't catch the Liz pendants that the squatters filed three, four days before uh, our closing. So now we have we had a couple caveats in our contract to to cover a couple things, getting the tenants out, uh, some kind of, uh, you know, some some money holdback kind of things. Mm -hmm. But it didn't take care of the caveat of oh another uh, lawsuit. Actually, we did kind of have that in there. But we are now five months into this deal. We haven't touched it. It's still sitting there. Oh, uh, the squatters are out. All the personal property is still in there. And uh, we're probably going to be involved in four different jurisdictions in legal battles. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You know, the things happen in this business. And, and right. we went into that one knowing there was risk. And we have plenty of outs, ways to recover our, our funds. Uh, Especially with the, uh, you know, we always get title insurance on our property, so we're, we're, we're we feel pretty confident in the end conclusion. It might be two years from now, but that that's a pretty crazy one. That is a very crazy one. Okay, so look, let's talk a little bit about what you have going on. You're primarily a rehabber, so tell us a little bit about your business and what you have going on with your book. Um, yeah, you know, it's uh, in, my, in my business. So we we set ourselves a goal this year for a hundred flips. That's uh, that's what we're uh, planning for. We're we're doing them actively in uh, the Las Vegas metro area, Phoenix metro, and Reno. Uh, we pulled away from the the coastal cities uh, to you know places we can drive to and take care of problems a lot easier. Um, we're doing some uh, personal uh, uh, lending as well, uh, you know, joint ventures, uh, property partnerships uh, to get to that number of a hundred. Um, so that's. That's that's our goal. We're hiring on a couple more uh, members to our staff. Uh, we're probably going to be by the end of uh, Q1, we'll be up to uh, eight people in our in our company. So that's uh, where we decided, hey, we're going to grow. We're going to we're going to get bigger. We're going to do more deals. Um, but that's you know that's the business side. But like you mentioned, um, I just uh, just put out my first book. Um, so that's uh, that's a cool thing. We're uh, um, Kindle version is available January 18th and the uh, the printed version is February 11th available on you know all the major retailers Amazon Barnes and Nobles all those kind of places and what's the name so of the that, book uh, the flipping blueprint so it's you know I the reason why I wrote it is because I got sick and tired of seeing so many people plunk down you know tens of thousands of dollars for education programs that just you know missing so many pieces to them. And uh, I, I cover everything in the book that I do in my current business. Not everything, obviously, because you know that book would be huge. But <laughs> it's it's uh, enough that uh, someone can pick up that book, and if they take action on on the things that I say to do, it has everything from creating your own real estate story to building your network, how to analyze markets, how to how I uh, calculate uh, uh, my offers, how I calculate my rehab numbers, sight unseen. You know, it, it's all in there, and uh, you know, I just hope that it helps people out. That that's my goal of that because I don't want people getting hurt, paying too much for education, or on the flip side, getting into bad deals where they're gonna uh, lose money and get hurt because there's no reason for that. I agree 100%. So, I'm, and, and you know, Alliance, uh, that's why I brought Luke on the show because I know he's got great value to add to this podcast and. If you're getting started in this business, you got to go read his book. 
I can't wait to get it myself, the printed one. I'm a I'm a printed guy. I don't like the Kindle thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting on the the uh, uh, printed version for sure. But um, I, I highly recommend you guys pick that up. Again, that'll be in our show notes. So go ahead and check that out. So Luke, let's go into this. What's the one thing you know today that you wish you could tell yourself back in 2001 when you started? The one thing that I wish I could tell my 2001 self. Like what could what would you do different or better? Anything? Well, yeah, there's 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 a, there's a ton of them, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's tough because you look at that, you know, the crystal ball, that kind of thing. And would you be where you at um, emotionally, relationship-wise, uh, success business-wise, if you knew that uh, thing that would have changed your journey, my journey? You know, there's so many different things. I, I could have said, hey, the market's going to crash in Las Vegas uh, at the end of 2005. Uh, make sure you buy everything you can and sell off in that uh, in that end of 0506 window to maximize that profit. I would have had a, a, a ton of money at that time, but then what would I have done with it? I, you know, I would get a free gift. What kind of person would I have been? Would I have grown to what I am now? So I don't think I would want to go back and tell my 2001 self anything. I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I've got going on right now. And I don't think I'd want to change that. I love that answer. I really do. All right, Luke. So Obviously, like we just talked about with your book and everything, there's a lot of newbies coming into this business and, and a lot of our listeners and, and, and a lot of the Alliance are brand new in this business. What do you think the, the most common mistakes are that they make and how can they avoid them? Not asking for help, I think, is one of the biggest ones. People are afraid that other investors, people that have success, are not going to want to work with them because they sound new or or they're not speaking correctly and you know you're going to have people like that that are like oh you're new forget you but you know the guys that are really in this business and doing it i know guys all across the country that are doing this at high levels and you know guys and gals and the 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 core of these people are really good genuine people that want to see other people be successful so you have to ask for help you know, I, I get new wholesalers coming to me all the time, uh, bringing me deals. And I got to tell you, you know, 99% of these deals are garbage. But mm -hmm. you know what? You got one deal under contract, even if it's not ends up not being a deal and it falls out. Awesome job. You got your first one. If you got one under contract, if you convince somebody to sign with you, I know you're going to find more. I'm going to keep encouraging you. I'm going to make offers. I'm going to give you direction on what where to go. And if you need help, you got to ask. And that's one where, you know, new people don't want to ask questions because a lot of times they just don't want to feel dumb. Ask those questions. That's how you get, uh, you increase your network and get the answers you really need. Truer words could not be spoken. And I feel like I definitely fell into that trap when I was first getting started. And, you know, it took me a lot of courage to like raise my hand and say, hey, Luke, I'm here in St. Pete area. I, you know, I'll help you with your flips, you know, and because um, I needed help. I didn't know really, you know, the, the education yeah. that you and I both paid for, uh, for the most part, was a joke um, and didn't really tell you the right, the blueprint that, you know, uh, of how to go do certain things and how to analyze it and how to manage a project. I mean, 
the stuff that you see on TV is just garbage. Um, and that's one of the things, one of the reasons I started this podcast and, and whatnot, just like you wrote your book. So, you know, I wish I'd asked for more help uh, when I first got started. And I think I'd be a lot farther along than I am. But I had the same, you know, aha moment a long time ago. And, and it definitely paid dividends. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, you, you approached me back in, uh, what was it, 2013? Early 2013, I think. Yeah. And uh, it was like, yeah, man, you know what, let's let's do something together. I'd already flipped a bunch of houses at that point, and we were expanding uh, our, our business. And, you know, one of the things I preach is to have a solid pair of boots on the ground if you're doing remote investing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you, were, you really helped us out, and I... Couldn't appreciate you more for what you did for us out there, and uh, any kind of sharing of knowledge that we we could grow and expand together with, awesome. And it's, absolutely, and all, all your listeners out there, you know the alliance. You guys got to go out and and put yourself out there if you want something, ask for it. That's that's what it comes down to. My favorite saying is the answer is always no unless you ask. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I mean. Uh, you can't live in this hole that the answer is always going to, you know, the answer is not going to be what you want to hear. So you got to get yourself out there, ask the right questions. Don't be afraid to ask the, the questions and actually be afraid to ask some wrong questions because you don't know what, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Um, so I can't stress that enough. Even if you don't know how to ask the question, at least just start getting it out there. And the person you're asking, if they're knowledgeable, they're going to understand what you're trying to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, Luke, before I let you go, what's a, a great parting shot that you'd like to give the Alliance? Embrace your network. You know, there's there's all different people from all different followings uh, that's, that's part of your, your Alliance. And embrace it. Grow with each other. Encourage each other. Stay positive. Because that's what we need to surround ourselves with, positivity. There's so much negativity out there. Be positive and Live a life of abundance. Houses are always getting older. Uh, people are always wanting to move from the cold. People are always wanting to move from the hot. Families are getting bigger. Families are getting smaller. There's always reasons why properties need to sell. There's plenty of properties for me, for you, for everyone. Live a life of abundance and stay positive. Awesome. Well, Luke, thank you so much for bringing some amazing content to the Alliance today. You know, I know you're a busy guy, so we do really appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, I appreciate the time. And, uh, you know, hopefully I helped out uh, some of your uh, your alliance. And I can't wait to see your guys' successes, uh, post your successes, and share them with me, too. Um, it's, it's nothing better than seeing somebody succeed, in my opinion. I agree, man. Again, Luke, thanks a lot. Hopefully we'll catch up again here real soon. Sounds good, buddy. Talk to you later. Awesome. Thanks, Luke. Bye. You've just listened to another Flipping Real Estate Like the Pros podcast. You're another step closer to fulfilling your dreams as a successful real estate entrepreneur. We'd like to thank you for putting your trust in us to be your guide into this exciting venture called real estate investing. For more information, visit our website at www.flippingrealestatelikethepros.com. Catch you on the flip side, Alliance. Alliance.